0: Thank you. Hey girlfriends, welcome to another episode of Girlfriends and Goals. We're your hosts, Miosha and Samaria. This podcast is a space where we'll talk about friendships, life goals, a little bit of pop culture, and all things womanhood.
1: All right, so we're going to kick this episode off with our segment called Girlfriend Check-In. And we usually ask a question from either a conversation card game or Um, a book that has questions that you ask yourself. And today we're going to use We're Not Really Strangers, which is a conversation starter card game. And the question is, what are you more afraid of? Failure
0: or success and why? Neosha, what's your answer? Man, we're jumping in deep with this one today. I'd say my initial reaction is that I'm afraid of failure based off of just like high level emotion. Like it doesn't feel good when you're not successful at something, Okay, but I feel like long-term, I'm, I guess, just more able to maybe cope with that or figure out a way to work through those emotions. But initially I could definitely say I'm more afraid of failure. On the other hand, and this is where (laughs) I feel like you're not going to like my answer. There's always another hand. Because it's hard for me to just just give one answer. I don't know why I'm like this, but I say that to say that sometimes when I do have success in something, mm-hmm. obviously it feels good in the beginning, but then there's fearfulness around being able to keep it up right? or to be able to repeat it. So I know you're going to say, Miosha, you you got to pick one answer. I'm going to say long-term, I'm probably more afraid of success and how I'm going to keep it up, repeat it, and if I can do it again. So, yeah, I guess I did kind of give one answer. Okay, that's fair. I actually wasn't going to
1: limit you today. Uh, uh, if was- <laughs> you, should have told, you should have told me up front. I would have just said both.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would have been giving you the easy way out. For me, I, I think I would say I'm more afraid of failure I am going to give kind of like you did, why I would say success too, but I'm going to say failure just because I think it is better to be successful <laughs> than not. You know, like it comes with its problems, but I think failure maybe comes with a set of problems that I might not want. Like I don't, I don't want those problems, you know? So I would say I'm more fail- afraid of failure. I also think like my failure, Tends to affect other people who are close to me as well. And so it's not just a me thing. It's, oh, if I fail at this, then other people might have had, you know, some dreams that hinge upon what I wanted to accomplish. And now we're all, you know, in this predicament. So that's why I would say failure. If I did say success, though, it would be like once you're successful, I think people, hold you to such unrealistic standards, you know? And I think it's great that people hold others accountable. I think it's absolutely necessary, but man, you're like under a microscope when you've reached a certain level of of success. Like I think about Beyonce and like, it's like almost every move that she does make or doesn't make people are like, Oh, well, it should have gone this way or she should have done it that way. And it doesn't seem like she's bothered by, I mean, she's human. So maybe at some point she is, but I think she handles it really well. But yeah, I just, I just can't imagine that level of success and then how people just critique your every single move. I mean, I love Beyonce. Some things are worth critiquing. So I want to say that, (laughs) but I I also think there are other things that aren't, and people are just nitpicking, but you know, she's Beyonce. So.
0: So would you say that it's maybe not the success, but just the criticalness that comes with the success.
1: Yeah, but I would also associate that with success. And then it also depends on who you are. So, for example, Kanye West gets <laughs> gets critiqued, but he he never gets it. It's it's different. Like he can always rebound from it. Oh yeah. And I bring this up because it's like, I think Chrisette Michelle made a video or a comment or something for, like that.
0: You literally took the story out of my mouth because that's yeah. the first thing I thought of and how they drug her by her baby hairs. Are still dragging her by her baby hairs.
1: She she ain't got no edges left because they, <laughs> they were They're dragging done. her so bad. But, but here he come. Yeah, here exactly. Come. And so, um, so I think, you know, certain people it works for and certain people, you know, just don't have that privilege. But- yeah, I, I, I think I would group the um, level of critique with success as well. Okay. All right. So we're going to go ahead and jump into today's topic. And this one is for all the women who just want to exist in this world who just want to go to the gas station and get gas without somebody saying something to them, who just want to walk down the street minding their business without somebody making a request from them. Today, we're going to talk about men telling women to smile all the time. Like, stop telling women to smile. I was going to give my opinion on it, but that's going to be this whole episode. So I'll just wait. That's today's topic. So the first question that I would ask you, Miosha, is like, how does it make you feel when you're like minding your own business and a random man is like, oh girl, you need to smile <laughs> or whatever. That's my man voice.
0: For me, it depends on a couple of factors. I'd say my mood that I'm in at that point, where I am, and I'd also say his energy. But even, with, even if all of those things are the optimal situation and time and I'm in a good mood, I'd still say that I'm usually annoyed and somewhat irritated by him thinking that he's entitled to something that I should be giving him right out of the gate. Like, I don't know you, you're a complete stranger. And it's obvious that you may not even be taking into account how I feel or what I have going on. Is your first interaction with me, literally you asking for something? It's just, it's weird. So all in all, usually I'm annoyed. What about you?
1: I think it just catches me off guard, you know, because I'm a very smiley type person, right? So if I'm not, (laughs) um, Yosha's like, you always. she always tells me, you need to stop smiling so much or like smiling at random people so much. But for me, if I'm not smiling, it's like something's on my mind or like I'm really focused on something. So for me, it kind of like jars me. You know, like whatever it is that I'm focusing on, it throws me off. And like, actually just the other day, so I was at the gas station and I'm like pumping my gas. Something's on my mind because a lot has been going on lately. And this guy's like, hey, hey, can you take me with you? And it's like, first of all, no. you are
0: killing me with this man. <laughs> <going here.
1: laughs> Sorry, Did you, did you practice this before? (laughs) No, it's just one of the voices I have in my head, (laughs) but
0: all right, continue. I'm sorry.
1: It's okay. But yeah, I was like, first of all, no, I cannot take you with me. You strange man, you know? And then it's like, if you want to be polite or if you want to compliment somebody do that, but like, just don't, I don't know. It's, it's weird, but I would say my initial reaction is like, oh, that just threw me off. Like, it's just it's annoying, but it just like throws me completely off. And now I have to like regroup after you like interrupted my thoughts or feelings or whatever.
0: Yeah. Because you probably went out, left your house, whatever it is that you were thinking you were going to do, not thinking that someone's going to be asking for something. Like you kind of think, you know, how it's going to go. I'm just going to go pump gas or I'm just going to go walk wherever to get wherever I need to go. Yeah. And now I'm being asked something and not from a family member or a person, you know, uh, but from a complete stranger. And so why do you think men do this? Like, this is something you and I have talked about many a times in the past. But if you could give like just your one liner of like, why do you even think that this is a thing? (laughs) Like, why are they asking women to smile? I think
1: they are trying to flirt maybe like or let you know at the very least oh I see you and you look nice or whatever I I'm not really sure but that's my guess maybe maybe we should have asked a man like why why do y'all do that (laughs) whatever the reason is please stop but yeah I, I think it's just their horrible attempt of like flirting with women why why do you think they do it
0: Yeah, so I'd agree with you on that point that it is usually harmless, a harmless way to try to gauge if you're interested or potentially interested. Uh I will say, though, that when I've been out, if I've encountered an older man, Uh like my dad's age or our parents' age, and usually the tone in which they say it is different if I am looking serious or something's on my mind, or I just don't feel like being bothered, it's more of like a, hey, what's wrong with you? Like, hey, why are you not smiling? Or what's wrong? The mm-hmm. what's wrong doesn't always come out, but the tone and the energy yeah, yeah, seems that that's what they're trying to imply. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I definitely say it seems that way for older men and that maybe there's a sense of them trying to see if something's wrong with you or if they can put a smile on your face Mm. by asking. Usually I'm still kind of irritated or annoyed, like, uh, okay, dad.
1: (laughs) But it's still a stranger, you know, like it's it's still someone you don't know. (laughs) So it's like, if I were to tell you right now what's wrong with me, are you going to fix my problem, sir? No. Okay then. So why why are y'all up in my business?
0: (laughs) But yeah, going back to your point on it being like a harmless way to flirt or gauge Mm -hmm. interest. Yeah, in the past, I'd say that both of us have given that reason because usually if if you've encountered a person where maybe you don't smile or you have your earphones in or you didn't hear them or you're trying to pretend like you didn't hear them. Mm -hmm. Their response and how they handle you not smiling or if you don't respond in the way that they want you to, Mm -hmm. their response kind of insinuates that like, oh, well, I was trying to ask you to smile because I'm interested and you've rejected them. Mm -hmm. And, And it's more of like, oh she rejected my advance some take it okay some don't <laughs> but you know based off their responses, like yeah then you, you you were only asking me to smile because you're interested in yeah. some type of way.
1: and so like just kind of in that vein so on on twitter uh and it's it was a long time ago well it was it was this year but <laughs> it was earlier this year and it felt like a long time ago. Long enough that I couldn't go to my like favorite tweets or my bookmarks and find this. I don't even know if I did bookmark it, but I didn't look, honestly. But I do remember this conversation where this guy said something like, um, oh, they don't they don't want to smile at you, but then they expect you to protect them. And so I'm just curious, like I know how I felt about reading that tweet But what do you think about this notion that women have to do something just to earn protection? And what does it say about men who feel that way?
0: Well, it lets me know that you as a man probably aren't genuinely interested in taking on that protector role. Okay. And these same guys will probably say, oh, well, I look out for my mom or I protect my family or my wife. But if I don't know you... They may not say, oh, girl, you on your own, Mm -hmm. but it's implied by their energy and attitude. But for me, I don't believe that to be true, even though they may say, oh, I'll protect my family because what it says to me is that you are okay with other men feeling that way. Uh And if you think about it, your family, if you take every woman in your immediate family, spouse, daughter, whoever that you know, Mm -hmm. you're not going to be with them all the time you and the men in your family will probably spend more time away from them when they're out moving about the world and so if other men are taking on that same attitude right then that means that you have a group of women who are moving about these treacherous streets out here (laughs) (laughs) with you know people who are okay with maybe witnessing certain things go down and not at least trying to help or step up so yeah, I'd say, yeah, you're not interested in really being that protector. And I think we do things out of habit and what we're used to doing. And I don't know if you remember, there was this video that went viral of this little girl. She maybe was three or four. And this older gentleman who I, who I think they said was a the dad, they either walked out of the house or from somewhere. And this pit bull runs up on them. And they weren't, I guess, close enough to the door to get back to the house. Mm -hmm. The guy jumps up. Obviously, the little girl can't jump up on the car because she's a little girl. Right. The, The guy jumps up on the car and like the little girl is like the decoy. Like she's like left by herself. And I'm not laughing because obviously it's a horrendous situation. I'm just laughing at this guy who just left this baby hanging And of course, the Internet drug him as they should have. That's kind of a situation where I'm sure if he wasn't in that situation, he'd be Mm -hmm. like, oh, I protect my family. But in the moment, if it's not out of habit, if you're not used to doing it, would you? Because it seemed like your knee jerk reaction was to either look (laughs) the other way or protect yourself first. And I can't remember how the little girl got away. Or what happened, but it was just horrendous to watch that video. And I'm like, that energy of, hey, I'm gonna look out for me, it wasn't second nature for right. him to grab her. I even find myself, even before I had a kid, when I'm around other little kids, mm-hmm. I am like mama bear mode. It makes me, it makes my blood boil. Like if I see parents like not holding their kids' hands in their near streets or mm. the kids are walking way behind them and They're like three, four years old and, you know, kids at that age, they can just run off for no reason. And I'd be like a hawk looking like, are they okay? I don't even know these kids, but Mm -hmm. it's just out of habit. I'm just, if I'm around kids, I'm going to protect them if I can. Right. They don't have to do anything. They don't have to smile. It's just, it's just second nature for me. Or other women. Like for me,
1: for me with this, it's like, if you're, a trash human being, just say that, you know? Like, there's absolutely no reason why you should look the other way when somebody's in danger just because they didn't smile at you. Like, I don't care what somebody did to me. If I, you know, have a negative interaction with somebody and then they go out and I see, God forbid they get hit by a car or something, I'm gonna be over there like, oh my gosh, I need to call the ambulance. Like, I need to go and check to see if this person's okay. Not because of anything that they did or didn't say when they were interacting with me, but because they were a human being. And so, like, you have to be a special type of person and special, not in a good way, but you have to be a special type of person to be like, oh, okay, you didn't show me teeth. I'm going to let you get hurt or mugged or whatever. You know,
0: <laughs> like, who does yeah. that? Is a smile, and even if it was a wave or insert whatever thing. Yeah whatever that thing is, is it, does it really boil down to that? And I guess that's, that may just be a sign of where that person's head is more like a quid pro quo, like what, what, whatever I can get for me or Mm. whatever you're going to give me, or then I'll, I might give it back.
1: Yeah. And it, so just to go back to the first question of like, how does it make you feel when, you know, someone's like, Oh, you, you need to smile or whatever. Uh, I think it also like, just suggest that I exist for your like viewing pleasure, you know, (laughs) like I'm just here to smile or to do whatever to make you feel good in that instance. And I don't really like that. I know, I think a lot of men probably don't think that deeply into it, but it just, that's just how it makes me feel like what, what makes you think you have the right to request this of me you strange man who I don't know who I probably won't ever see again in my life. Like I don't exist for you to feel happy, you know? (laughs) And, (laughs) and, and,
0: And it suggests that you should put however you feel on the back burner. Right. So like you could be in a bad mood, a sad mood, Could have just got bad news or you could just be distracted or whatever is going on, Mm -hmm. but whatever you got going on, it doesn't matter. You just need to smile, smile for me, please. (laughs) (laughs) So that I know that you're interested or I know that you are okay. Right.
1: Yeah. You see like these news stories where, you know, men are trying to talk to women and they're, they kind of ignore it. And then you hear that the woman was like harmed in some way ends up in the hospital or whatever. So um, yeah, it's, it's a really sad situation. And I was gonna just ask you, like, how do you think because safety is an issue with these stories that come out in the news and stuff like that. Do you think that women should just like give in and just give them a smile or what's the best way to handle this? Like expectation that men have of women to, perform a certain way.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I guess the way I look at it is aside from the question that they're asking mm-hmm. there, it's their way of showing interest. So you smiling or not smiling will yes. be interpreted as rejection, either accepting them or rejecting them. Mm-hmm. My knee jerk reaction is no, You don't have to smile. I don't have to smile. Uh I shouldn't have to do anything. I don't want to do to make you feel better, Uh um, especially for complete strangers. I will say if you think he's attractive, then yes, maybe smile back or show (laughs) some type of interest. If you don't smile or you frown or say something different, then obviously that's, That's gonna send a sign that you're not interested. So that may not be helpful. Mm -hmm. And this also assumes that you're okay with a man, even if he is attractive to you, approaching you in that way. Mm -hmm. In terms of safety, I'd say from just from my own experience, it really just depends on where I am, the energy that the guy is giving off, like how close he is to me. Most times I do oblige if I feel like "Mm, I don't know how this could go. I have had experiences in the past where either my headphones were in, you know, especially us going to school in a big city, being downtown, where our school was, it was a lot of people who weren't in our school. It was a big school.
1: Hold on one second, because I just thought about this thing. <laughs> I don't know if you were in this class with me. <laughs> I'm sorry. There was one day we were in a big class, and that's what makes me think you were in there with me and this random person just walks in pretty much off the street comes into into the class busts open the door stands at the door and just scans the room and I think it was a person who um, didn't have a home just because like where we were and how they were dressed and things Mm -hmm. like that but she literally just came in scanned the room and then walked out. It's not, it's not funny, but it just walked out. So we were all like, should
0: we run? Like, okay. Are we
1: safe right now? Should we stay in this class?
0: But you know what? Because we went to a commuter school. Yeah. We were probably, it was probably shocking in that moment, but more so like, yeah, this is just where we at. <laughs> right. And so that that's what added to the confusion because it's like, That
1: might just be normal for downtown Atlanta, but also is she coming back, like I was on edge the rest of the class, like now it's funny a little bit, but back then we were all just like, we have about 35 minutes left in the class. That's enough to go get whatever she needs and come back and act out on whatever she needs to like, what is going on? But yeah, sorry. I just um, took us off on that tangent because you mentioned where we went to school and For those who don't know, that's the type of stuff that happened where we went to school.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So we had a lot of interesting experiences walking to and from class while we were in class. And it wasn't uncommon that we'd encounter men who'd be asking us to smile. Mm -hmm. And a few of those times, for me, those men did respond. I'd say not with like full on aggression that I thought they were going to do something, but more so like, well, well, you weren't that cute anyways, or Mm -hmm. I really, I wasn't even trying to ask for anything. You know, they, they, (laughs) right. They, you could tell they weren't happy that they were being rejected. So I'd say if you feel unsafe, definitely smile, but not like maybe a slight (laughs) smile, but you know, maybe acknowledge them, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that you have to smile and start engaging them in a full conversation. What about you?
1: Uh, I agree with everything that you said. I want to say, no, don't do it. And in a perfect world, we would not have to. And still, I don't think we have to Um, these are just like safety things that we would consider. So this isn't a suggesting that you do anything that you don't want to do, because we're not trying to be like the men and put on you things that you don't want to do. But, um, I think I would consider like, is it dark out? Um, how many other people are around? One thing that I might do is just like make direct eye contact and be like, oh, hey, how are you just to like, see what the person looks like. Because, you know, you just don't want to be unaware in some cases of like what that person looks like. If they try to do something, you want to be able to like pinpoint, I saw him at this gas station on Mm -hmm. this day or whatever the case might be. So I always try to like take a a mental picture of who the heck is talking to me um, just for safety. But yeah, I think if you feel like you're in a place where you're not as safe. Just be like, oh, hey, how are you? Um, Acknowledge their presence. And um, hopefully, you know, that those are things that help you.
0: Yeah, especially if you walk the same route. Mm -hmm. Like we would in school, we had the same route, same routine, same schedule. You know, you start to see the same people. So just being kind, Mm -hmm. slightly friendly, but not giving off the vibe like, hey, I'm interested. Come talk to me or or explore more. I wanted to ask you, has a man asking you to smile a stranger out in public actually led to you giving them your number, you dating them or any kind of success beyond that initial interaction? Not even a little bit. No, <laughs> never.
1: Like I don't I don't understand. I don't even think. Like at this point, if you're a certain um, age as a man, like you should probably know, oh, this ain't gonna get me far. <laughs> like, even if I get the smile, that's the extent of this, you know? Um. So yeah, never ever has that, like just inspired me to be like, oh, you know what? Now I want to talk to that person because they told me to smile when they randomly encountered me. I th-
0: This is a question I, I want us to explore with our audience on um, Instagram, because I'm just curious it's never led to anything for me Uh other than me just acknowledging them saying hi or just nothing at all yeah so I'm curious less not maybe not the success rate but I'm genuinely interested (laughs) like has a man telling a woman to smile maybe led to marriage like oh that's my man now and we're together we got a happy family and kids I'm sure it's happened I it just hasn't happened for me huh for sure I mean, there's a lot of people on this planet, so I feel like saying it's never happened is a stretch. Yeah. So y'all, y'all have to come over to Instagram next week when we're um, when we put up the polls and we're discussing this episode with you all.
1: So as you were um, saying that, I thought about this thread I saw on Twitter of like weird ways that people ended up together, and there was this lady who was like, "Oh, um, you know, I met my husband in college and." I guess she wasn't really interested. So he like learned her route and would like pretty much like walk it every day to like casually, quote unquote, run into her. And eventually they got married. And so people were like, oh, y'all still together? And she was like, no, because like there are certain, I'm not saying this is every single man, but like if you're a man who does that stalkerish type stuff, like Joe from You, have you seen that show, You? (gasps) <gasps> Misha, you have to watch it, but yeah, he pretty much like picks his target based on like just natural encounters with them, and then he turns into like a madman. But anyway, there was this other person who said something about like she thinks her ex husband now. Once I tell this story, you'll understand why why I should have never became a husband. But um, I think he like punctured her tires or something like that, and then just like timed her arrival and rescued her so like what
0: what in the id channel lifetime crazy i have
1: to find that twitter thread i mean just like madness so i mean i i guess if there could have been somewhat of a success for those types of people maybe the you should smile girl um uh, men have like a
0: 0.1 percent um success rate <laughs> wow so now that we've talked about the creepy stalker, <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> ways of getting a woman's interest or attention or asking them to smile. What would you say is a better way for men to try and approach women to get them to interact with them?
1: Yeah, I feel like a compliment, maybe girl, you fine. And <laughs> not like that. But um, oh, hey, you have a nice smile or hey, I like your shoes or Hey, that's a nice dress, or I, I don't really know. But even just a hello is better than a um, can you smile? You know? <laughs> Cause it's like it doesn't put me on the defense. It doesn't put me in this headspace of, okay, creep. You know, it's just a greeting. Um, a little like, hey, how are you? Never hurt nobody, you know, <laughs> like just, just a greeting, I think is a nice way to start um an interaction with somebody hold the door open for me like if you see me going into the gas station hold the door open for me and like say hello how are you or something like yeah that those are the most basic I can't even believe I'm suggesting common etiquette (laughs) for interacting with other humans as a way to approach them because it's it just seems like so obvious but I guess it ain't
0: yeah I'd say before we even get to saying hello just gauge body language yeah see if she's giving you signs that she's interested in being talked to Mm -hmm. I mean I understand that if you see this beautiful woman and time is fleeing away from you (laughs) you feel like it's either now or never but (sighs) I'd say under the assumption that maybe this is a person you might see again, or I don't even know, just gauge the body language, see if she seems interested in talking. When women are interested in you, we will let you know. Now I will say that I've heard, oh, it's a numbers game. I've heard this from from many men, like they're just going to keep trying because oh. not that they're used to being, re- being rejected, but- For them, you being like, no, or leave me alone, like, Mm -hmm. maybe because they're in the asking position, they're used to it. So it's not a big deal for them sometimes. But (laughs) I would just, I would just say, gauge gauge the body language. If she's not smiling at you, or she's looking distracted, leave her slash us alone.
1: (laughs) Okay, but, but. I have a question because what if it's a woman who um just doesn't notice you and so you want her to notice you or maybe she just has like RBF and so she's not going to be like looking interested in you so like what then
0: I guess we should have asked someone who has RBF how do they like when they are interested so I'm not going to I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because I have no idea <laughs> But I will say, like you said, the whole hello. So I agree with you. Mm-hmm. If, you if you're if you unsure, you're like, maybe her face is just stuck like that. Or maybe maybe she is having a bad day, but I still want to shoot my shot. Yeah. The saying the hello is a good in the middle. It's mm-hmm. a good place to start. But I'm still going to say, usually, if she's looking not interested Mm -hmm. it's not even that she's not looking your way like it's happened to me where I I know that I'm not looking warm and welcoming or inviting (laughs) (laughs) like I might just be looking that way on purpose because sometimes and depending on where I'm at I I have to look that way
1: yeah
0: for that reason like I'm not trying to give you the vibe that I'm interested or maybe I'm just trying to get where I have to go um but yeah just use body language and if you Maybe we need to just talk to someone with RBF and um, go from there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you mentioned something. So I think location is really important too. Uh, So we've talked about gas stations quite a bit this episode. So, you know, I think at gas stations, at least me as a like petite woman, I'm always on guard. And so that's probably not the best location for you to try to like speak to me. If we're on the street. So I've had this happen to me when I was. So this was also at Georgia State. I think I was walking from the train station and somebody like, a man was just like, something, something about smiling. And I like started walking faster because it was in the morning. There weren't a lot of people like walking at that time. I think it might've been a Maymester class. So there aren't a lot of people on campus. And he was like, oh, you know, I was just trying to check on you, whatever it is, you know, just give it to God and it'll be all right. And I'm just like,
0: (laughs) get me out of here. Can I just teleport to my classroom right now? Because this is not working. And you're like, God, tell this man to stop talking to me. I mean, if you know God, he would have told you. <laughs> no, let me stop. But
1: yeah, it's just like, that's not a good location, you know? Um, yeah.
0: Along with body language, like, yeah, if, if it's early in the morning, there are barely any people around. You see me rushing
1: <laughs> like somewhere.
0: She she's by herself. Like, yeah, like most women aren't going to be warm and welcoming to complete strangers at that point in time. I guess just using a little bit of common sense to
1: read the room a little bit. Just just a little bit.
0: Um, (laughs) So, yeah, that was that was my little encounter.
1: What was like the worst situation that you've been in where someone's trying to talk to you and you're just like, uh, I don't know what to do.
0: This didn't involve him asking me to smile, but I was walking out of the grocery store to my car and I was parked kind of far back in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. And this guy pulls up real slow and creepily behind me. And you know how you kind of feel something getting closer, but at like a weird pace. So I naturally look behind me like, well, what's there?
1: Ready to fight.
0: Right. (laughs) And (laughs) this guy, he's like, Hey, I'm like, Hey. And (laughs) so I will give him that he did say hello. (laughs) He he strolled up, but in a real creepy way, driving all slow. And at this point, I'm kind of looking around me in the parking lot, just because his energy felt weird. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Oh, are you from around here? And I'm like, yeah, He, he said some other things, but it eventually led to me telling him that I was married. And so he's like, "Oh, okay." And so he drives off, but again, very slow. At this point, I'm like throwing my groceries <laughs> in my car. just like, "You know, about to put me into a lifetime movie situation, right?" Because I'm looking around. Look, you hear these crazy stories about women getting snatched up for their organs. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we are in a a city where, like, sex trafficking is a huge thing.
0: Right. So I'm looking around because he still hadn't, like, passed me. He was still, like, just sitting kind of behind my car and just, like, staring. And so I, like, throw everything in my car. I get in, lock the door, and I look up, and this guy is, like, kind of a few rows, rows over but still staring back at my car. So at this point, I'm like looking around me like, is he with other people? Like, why is this guy? At this point, it's been like five minutes. I don't know if he was waiting for me to see uh-huh. what direction I was going to drive in, but he got it right by saying hello. He seemed to be pleasant and I I, I wasn't smiling. He couldn't see if I was smiling because I had a mask, which I'm actually, I kind of like, because uh-huh. if I'm in a situation like that, it's, like, you can't really see my facial expressions if I'm looking at you like you're crazy. Oh, but my eyes give me away. <laughs> they, they be like. <laughs> OK, for the listeners, Samaria's <laughs> eyes are like rolling all over the place. But yeah, so I say all that to say, yes, he said hello. But he was so creepy in the approach. And when he left and it just made me feel like I was like a minute away from someone like snatching me up and throwing me in the back of a car. Yeah.
1: Since we're talking about safety, just um, I wanted to drop like this tip. If you see like a big van, not, it doesn't even have to be big for me, but like even an SUV or whatever, I usually do not park next to those just because it's like, I think, you know, you watch the movies, they just like snatch you and put you in them. And it also blocks the view of other people on the other side. So if someone were to try something, people on the other side wouldn't be able to see you. So it kind of like blocks blocks off um, their view. So yeah, just something to keep in mind. Any other safety tips? I feel like since we're talking about
0: it, we might as well. Yeah, if you are getting creepy vibes, it's best to assume the worst uh-huh. and get the heck up out of there versus trying to be nice and stick around. Uh-huh. And the person could actually really be crazy. You'd rather overreact and like scurry out of there mm-hmm. <laughs> and it be nothing than, oh, I should have acted a bit quicker and it's right. too late. So,
1: yeah. Whenever I'm leaving um, a building, I have keys in hand, cell phone in hand. Um, If I need to like call a friend right quick or call the police. Um, And then of course like keys so I can get into my car quickly. Um, I don't know if other people's cars do this. I'm assuming they do, but um, like where if you press the unlock button once, it only opens the driver's um, side. Yeah. Mm. So uh, my car does that. So yeah, if you have one of those cars, like always only open the driver's side, hop in, lock doors as soon as you get in. Uh, yeah, those are just like a few things that I keep in mind. The reason why I wouldn't hit it twice is because I'm like I can't risk anybody else jumping in with me, mm-hmm. you know. And so um, I think that's my one of my favorite safety tips. What else?
0: If you're in a situation where you, I think we talked about this earlier, where you feel like they may react bad, or you're mm-hmm. by yourself, smiling or obliging could just be it. Just to be like, hey, we're cool. I'm good yeah one one response that I have gotten if I didn't smile you know especially when you're walking to you know on campus you have your headphones and sometimes you just don't hear people or you're not paying attention which also isn't as safe either yeah yeah but they'll say things like oh you think you're too good to smile <laughs>
1: yes I do I do it's a smile
0: so yeah it's it's the rejection and I think we could assume that yeah most people aren't gonna probably do anything if you don't smile maybe they'll have some words with you but Mm -hmm. you only get one yeah just gauge the situation and for all the men listening out there if you are one of those men who go around asking women to smile and you haven't been successful like I don't know Maybe it's maybe it's the approach. Maybe it's just the question that you're asking, your energy, and maybe just a simple hello could work. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for
1: tuning into this episode of the Girlfriends and Goals Podcast. If you haven't subscribed already, please go ahead and do that now. And if you love what you heard, make sure to leave us a five star review. Also, our time together does not have to end here. You've heard our thoughts on this topic, but we'd also love to hear your thoughts as well. So. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Girlfriends and Goals Podcast, where we'll continue this conversation throughout the next week. Until next time. Bye. Bye.